Hello, Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight with your host, Chanel Shaw. I am so excited today to be joined by the co-founders of Life-Giving Wounds, Bethany Miola and Dr. Daniel Miola. It's going to be an awesome conversation about their ministry, which ministers to adult children of divorce. And they have a couple other awesome things happening as well. So I'm so excited for them to share with us. Welcome, you guys. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah, really happy to be here. Yeah, thank you, Chanel. Yes. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Tell us a little bit more about yourselves and can you give us a little introduction to your ministry? Yeah, so our ministry is Life-Giving Wounds. We are a Catholic peer-led ministry for adult children divorce separation to give voice to their pain and to bring them Christ healing. And we do that through retreats, support groups, uh, online free resources like our blog. Our social media accounts are filled with great stories as well. And a lot of other cool projects we have in the pipeline, including Perfect Love Cast Out Fear, which we were just on the OSV Innovation Finals for. A little introduction to our ministry. I'm an adult child of divorce, just to give your audience some background. And, you know, I it really, this ministry came out of my own personal search for healing and not having any resources really to look to in the church. And then just also in our own marriage and in courtship, there were difficulties. Things were hard. We have a great marriage and relationship today, but we just needed more resources. So we sort of stumbled through that, found healing, but we want to give back to others to have resources for other adult children divorce who are maybe struggling with the same things to accelerate their healing a lot better fashion than what I had to go through. Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited because your ministry probably speaks to a lot of people that don't have people speak to them directly. And so it's so necessary. I was wondering what inspired you guys? So you were saying in the beginnings of your marriage, y'all had to really figure out and access some of the hurt that you had and try to navigate that together. I was wondering what inspired y'all to form life-giving wounds. Did you have the vision for this ministry and then it just happened or how did you guys get there? Yeah. So uh, a lot of it, you know, came out of Dan's own experience as an adult child of divorce for myself. Mm. That's not my background. Praise God. My parents are still together, even though they had, they separated for a couple of times when I was growing up, which was hard, but you know, it came out of what Dan had gone through. And then also as a couple, as I was starting to see, you know, here's this person that I'm dating and engaged, we get married and it's still something that he lives with. You know, that was a real eye opener for me that when your parents divorce, it's not like, okay, it's done. It's over. It be, it's yes. been your, your lifelong experience of having to navigate that, you know, all the different ins and outs, the two different homes, even for us now, you know, holidays become very complicated with multiple family members to see the sides of the family. So kind of for both of us realizing that like, we want that support, we want it from the church mm. um, and not seeing that there was a lot being offered and feeling like on our own hearts, you know, also having this love for the theology of marriage and family. We both went to the John Paul II Institute. So really just this great love for especially the theology of the body and wanting to see what really be clear on what the church has to offer for people who come from those backgrounds where they didn't see that image of faithful forever love lived out and how that affects you. So it was really the work of the Holy Spirit drawing us into this work and wanting to provide this space for other people like Dan, you know, to come and find the support, the community, the encouragement, all from within the treasury of our faith to know how do I live this experience that's not going to go away, but be able to mm-hmm. live in it with greater virtue, to have that greater peace and joy in the midst of those challenging family circumstances. 
Wow. Yeah. And just to add to that, a lot of it was Providence too, because, you know, I was seeking my own healing, but we weren't like out to found a nonprofit, right? Like that, <laughs> that is sort of providential. We, where we did start was uh, with a simple healing retreat ministry six mm. and a half years ago. And from that, it just started to build and build and build. And we knew that there was a great need to give voice to the pain because I, I know from my own experience and talking to many other adult children divorce now, you know, in the hundreds that we feel like we don't have a voice or given permission to grieve, mm. not just in the church, but in the secular world as well. And so that's why a huge part of our mission is to give voice to that pain, to open up space, to allow those voices to grieve and seek healing in a constructive way. So just really desiring to give that to, you know, the 41 million plus of us <laughs> that mm. are out there was deep, deep in my heart. And we're just getting started too, but that is sort of some of the impetus for the the founding and, and just a lot of grace. God just kept opening doors and hopefully more doors will be open. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, yes, prayers for that. And I just, I love, and I was telling y'all before we were recording, I just love what a specific ministry it is because it feels like there's a lot of ministries for a lot of people. Um, but like you were saying, Bethany, like it's, it is true how much being an adult child of divorce follows you. Right. And it's, it's something that's interesting because you think once you're an adult that you just kind of are like, well, I'm independent now I can do my own thing, but it really is a broader conversation of, okay, well, there are still two people that I care for that live in separate places that don't converse, you know, that, you know, whatever. And in an ideal world, it wouldn't be that way, but you're still having to navigate that and traverse that. And it kind of really rocks a lot of people, whether it's with the way that they interact with their parents or the way that they interact in their own relationships and their own kind of ventures to want to date or want to kind of dive deep into that world of marriage, you know, which can seem really scary and, um, you know, and something that like doesn't really belong to us. So I think that is just so beautiful and amazing. And I would love to hear about the resources that y'all have within your organization that you're offering to people. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we have a retreat that we're doing actually right now. And during the fall, we're doing it online. And then we also do it in person in various places. You know, we partner with dioceses and also starting to partner with college campuses to make our retreat happen. That's a main thing that we do. We also provide support groups online and some in person. A lot of stuff on our website, lifegivingwounds.org, a lot of testimonies to really kind of that people can connect with and see something from their own experience and other people's story. How did they work through that? And then something new that we're working on is a project called Perfect Love Cast Out Fear. And with that project, it's going to be an online course specifically for dating and engaged couples. Also, a person can do it just as an individual, but really looking at how if you come from a background where your parents' marriage or relationship didn't last, how has that affected you and your own relationships? Oh, my uh, so goodness. You know, that's a great need and obviously a great desire. You know, all of us within our hearts, you know, if we're getting into relationships, we want it to be good and holy, healthy, happy. Uh, we want it to last. But for those that didn't get to see that for the in their own family, you know, it could raise a lot of questions, anxiety. So with that project, we're really going to be speaking to those fears in particular mm. and address the things that come up in those situations. So that's something that we're working on right now that we're really excited about. Yeah. Just to be clear, that won't be available till the end of 2022. But right now, if you're seeking healing, you want more resources, 
check out our blog, our online retreats, our in-person ministry support groups. There's a lot we have to offer. Awesome. I love that. And I love what y'all have on deck too. We'll definitely be like anticipating the end of 2022 and, you know, like eating up all of your resources that you have right now. So that is so amazing. So on your retreats, which will hopefully, you know, become more frequently in person as we like start to open up a little bit as a world, I would love to hear what kind of topics that y'all talk about. Yeah. So, I mean, we're blessed. Again, we're a peer-based ministry intentionally. We're trying to raise up a lot of different voices Mm. around this issue. So the retreats are very much from fellow peers that are further along in the healing path, but very much people who know your pain from the inside. Mm. That was very important to me because I know I struggled with trust of the church, trust of myself, trust of others. So, But to hear it from a peer that was really authentic, and could speak right directly to my pain made a big difference. So all of the talks, all of the small groups are trained peer leaders. So that's wow. the first thing I want to just say. They're, they're people like you that, mm. that will get you from the inside in a very deep way. But then, yeah, we have certain topics. We often say if all you do during this weekend is grieve, that's great. That's our first topic is about confronting the wound, naming it, and grieving it. Uh, because again, a lot of us haven't talked about it. There was one scientific nationally representative survey that went out and said 53% of all adult children divorced have never spoken about the pain of their parents' divorce, yet mm. carrying it with them. I mean, so there's a lot of us out there suffering alone. So we break the ice. We also ask you to dive down into your story during the weekend with some journaling. And then we have talks on how does it affect our identity, our relationships, our emotional life with like anger, anxiety. We begin, we just begin talking about forgiveness. We know that's a big thing that takes years yeah. to process, but we do begin to talk about forgiveness. And we talk about uh, what we like to call, you know, in the church, big word here, but we love it. Redemptive suffering. Like yes. how, how do you suffer oh. well? Because the reality, like Bethany said, you alluded to it as well in the beginning, like our parents' divorce is not just one legal event point in time, but it's mm-hmm. the actual separation of our parents that affects so many different areas of our life throughout our life, because it's the actual separation that you're still dealing with mm-hmm. after the fact and all the dynamics and maybe even the dysfunction that still goes with that. So we know we can't necessarily take away everybody's all aspects of the wounds, so sure. we can help them follow Christ and respond to that with greater healing and wholeness through redemptive suffering. So that's a little bit of what we talk mm-hmm. about. Wow. A little bit of what we talked about. That's amazing. No, I was like, that's amazing. And what awesome topic. And I love how y'all spend so much time even reflecting on grief because it's true. You know, there are so many ways we grieve our parents because it is quite literally a separation. I, when I was younger in, in college, I would think to myself too, when I was sitting in my classes, learning more about marriage and, you know, theology of the body, et cetera. I was just thinking about how it is quite literally a separation of who you are can feel, you know, mm-hmm. and it feels like there's two halves of you and mm-hmm. just kind of diving into that as an adult, I was like, whoa, no wonder it feels so confusing. <laughs> 
And it like hurts so much trying to navigate this as like a young person. And then now as an older person with more tools and knowledge, but having y'all is just amazing. And I cannot wait to watch these videos from your retreat um, and to just really learn more and learn how to navigate that in my own life. And I hope that a lot of other people benefit as well. So can you guys share with us just one more time where we can find y'all and find out more about what you're doing, how we can support you guys yeah. Um, so lifegivingwounds.org is our website. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We have a newsletter. So those are the best ways to keep up. And as far as supporting us, you know, definitely pray. Pray for all the adult children of divorce out there who are just dealing with whatever they're dealing with. We would love prayers for the ministry, for us and for our volunteer team. We have about 70 volunteers who dedicate their time and their efforts to make this ministry possible. And for anyone who's motivated to support us financially, that helps us continue our mission. We have so many dreams dreams and goals of reaching adult children of divorce with what they need from the heart of the church. This is our passion. This is what the Lord's asked us to do. And we love when people can you know, come and get excited and, and join us in that work. And a smaller way too, is we just developed the first ever prayer card and sacred art for adult children of divorce and for their healing. You can find out more about that on our website and you can go to the art tab and buy the prayer cards. We would love to get these prayer cards in the back of churches, in campus ministry office, wherever you may find yourself. But if you're an adult child of divorce too, use it for your own healing. Mm -hmm. So that's just another resource that we wanted to give a shout out to. Oh, okay. Well, you have somebody that's going to buy one. So <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. And that looked beautiful from that, from everyone that is listening. Um, Bethany just held it up to the screen. So I saw a little, a little picture of it and it is gorgeous. So definitely check that out. Well, thank you guys so much for being with us and sharing about your ministry. It's been amazing. And um, we've loved having you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great to be on. Yes. And then, so at the end of all of our episodes, we ask each guest, because we like to stay hopeful here, what their hope for the week is. Um, so something that you're hopeful for, something you're looking forward to. If you guys need time to think about it, I can go first. Otherwise, you can, guys can go first. How are you feeling? Yeah. Well, coming to the end of October, I am looking forward to going apple picking with our two daughters. That's always a fall highlight and delicious. And also Halloween because we have two little girls, four and two, and especially the four-year-old, this is a, a highlight of her year to go get all the candy. <laughs> so that's what I really, I, I love it too. So that, that's going to be fun. I love that. I love that. Well, actually I'm leaving my full-time job to do this full-time. And middle of October is actually October 19th. So I'm really excited to just pour my more of my heart and soul into this ministry with my wife. That is awesome. Yes. And so we'll be definitely praying for y'all, um, you both. One, because Halloween is a whole vibe. And I love it. I didn't really get super into it until I lived in Philadelphia with some of my roommates and we decorated our whole house um, with orange lights and like little pumpkins, like 30 year old women that we are. And it was just so fun and watched Halloween Town on Disney Plus like every day. And it was just such a great time. And I am so excited for your daughters as well, because for my sister and my little sister and I, Halloween was like game time because <laughs> we could just walk up to people's houses and get treats. And then mommy and daddy could say nothing to us for like a whole day until they, you know, the treats like mysteriously disappeared that mommy had to check them. And then all of a sudden we had like four Tootsie Rolls. So, um, but I, 
<laughs> and I'm so excited for them. That sounds so fun. And we will be praying for you as you transition into this ministry full time. We know that that's a huge like leap of trust into, you know, God's providence, but God has already brought you all this far in this ministry and you're reaching a lot of people. So we're really hopeful that people will continue to support you guys. So y'all can be in parishes and in colleges, um, which I know if I would have had y'all when I was sitting in my college dorm room, trying to navigate my own life as an adult child of divorce, I would have been so grateful. So I'm hoping that other people can hear that and really benefit from you guys as well. So we'll definitely be praying. Thank you. Thank you, Chanel. Yes. You're and then, awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I, this is great because I feel like we're getting a, a really good friend out of this, oh. even, more, even more than just doing a podcast. So Ooh, okay. we're, we're, excited, we're excited to continue, if I can be so bold, our friendship with you. Uh, so. Look at God. <laughs> no, wouldn't that have been horrible if I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, y'all are, y'all are amazing. And most definitely I, I was very much hoping to, when I messaged you guys that I was like, oh, maybe I can make a friend. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I talk to my producer about people I like to have on, I am very much like, okay, I'm, I'm going to message them. And she's like, Chanel, is this also because you kind of think they're cool? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a, also a plan for me, but my hope for the week is definitely not, it's somewhere right in between you guys. Whereas like, it's not as fun, but it's also definitely not as inspirational. It's very boring. My mom just got us a full Disney plus subscription. So yes, for everyone listening, I am 28 and I do log into my mom's Disney plus. So now (laughs) we have full-time Disney plus, which is amazing. And I love anything like Marvel movie Mm -hmm. content anything. Yes, absolutely. We love it too. (laughs) Yeah. So like I've been like logging into friends, watching like what if and catching up on everything so I can be prepared. And so I am so ready to just like only watch Marvel content for the next like two years. So All right. <laughs> awesome. so you're, you're speaking our language. That is our weekly date night. That's oh yeah. Date night. <laughs> <Marvel show. laughs> like, yeah. I am so ready. And so, yeah. And so that's just something that I am hopeful for is that my mom just, you know, doesn't happen to come in my room and want to talk to me about anything for the next like four months. Um, <laughs> I'm just watching Marvel movies. So, but, um, but anyway, we will put more information about life-giving wounds in our show notes so we can check you guys out. And we're just so happy to have you guys on the show. Great. Thank, thank you. you Chanel. Yes. Thank y'all. Thank you guys for listening and thank you so much to Dr. Daniel and Bethany Miola for being our guests today. Make sure to check out their website at lifegivingwounds.org where you can learn more information about their resources for adult children of divorce as well as more information on their retreats such a beautiful organization that we're so happy to have had on today. We hope that you guys learned a lot and I'm looking so forward to talking to you all next week. God bless. Please pray for me. I'm praying for you. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.